Welcome, Pudding People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding, Ken's Movie Reviews. I am your host, not Ken, with yet another movie review that just happens to revolve around a mostly children's movie title. Anyway, uh, if you can sense a theme here, by the way, uh, this week we are going to review a old but new but old new movie Toy Story 4 why is it old well it came out last year why is it new it was just released on Disney Plus if you if you happen to have Disney Plus that is um, you can watch it on that streaming platform so Toy Story 4 Toy Story 4 what do we think about this movie? Okay, so let's look at one, two, and three briefly, right? One, one came out in 1995. Do you believe that? That was such a long time ago. Uh, you evolved into two, right? So two, you, you gained a few more characters out of two, three. The Andy had grown up. It was a heart wrencher, right? Um, it's time to move on. Time to time to get the toys to someone else who could love them and now you're on to four which starts off with this young girl and the toys okay so i've gotta i've gotta say in this particular one we'll do spoiler free discussion quickly and then we'll move into a little bit more detail. So if you enjoyed 1, 2, and 3, you will really enjoy 4. Uh, it's great. The character acting is great. The story's great. The ending, like most of these movies, is a heart-wrenching heart ending. Uh, everything in this just kind of makes sense. It's fun. It's fun for kids. It's fun for adults. If you own the other ones you have to own this one if you didn't go see it in the movie theater you should have gone and seen it in the movie theater if you can stream it stream it if you can blu-ray it from a, from a friend or if you can red box it do all the above it's a great movie great for the kids like i said great for the uh, adults as well okay so let's get into a little bit more detail about the movie okay so like i said it kind of starts off uh, more or less where three had ended. Now, if you remember a little bit about what happened or who was missing in three, there was definitely a character that was left out of the rotation a bit in three. Now, you saw the character in one and two, and then at the beginning of four, you kind of got a little detail of what happened. But you were missing uh, Bo Peep. Of course, Bo Peep shows up in this one, too. And I will say that this particular storyline really ultimately revolves around a handful of characters. This is Woody. This is Bo Peep. This is Forky. And really, there's a lot of other characters, all the same voice actors. Everybody return. It's great. But really, this is a story that revolves mainly mostly around those three characters. Uh, you know, Buzz has got some strong points in it. And, of course, we've got uh, introduced into a few new characters as well. 
Okay, so we'll do a little bit of a grading scale like we normally do, right? Based out of 100, we'll give some points to cast, plot, director, location, costume and props, um, cinematography. I like to throw it in as production as well. Um, then we kind of add up all the points, and out of that 100, we kind of fall do fall onto the A, B, C, D, E, F, G uh, scale as far as what we think on the movies. Okay, so this one's pretty easy, and I'll start kind of how we've done movie reviews in the past. I'll just start right off at the top with the cast, and I'll work our way down. In any animated movie, the cast has to be the strong point, right? Um, I, I guess you could say the cinematography, cinematography and production, and this one should be a strong suit too, depending on how good or bad that animation is. So... Uh, I still like to start with the cast, and, and the big reason why is all these people returned, right? So you have all the characters that you've u been used to over the course of the first three movies have lent their voice to their characters again. Of course, you got Tom Hanks, you got Tim Allen. Uh, I mentioned before Bo Peep, Annie Potts is, is here for that. So new characters, you got some new characters. A big one, of course, is Forky. Forky is voiced by Tony Hale. Uh, Forky is killer. Like, Forky is a great character. He, Forky got marketed hardcore. Uh, while the movie was out, you see Forky stuff all over the place. Uh, toys, everything. So Forky is a... Forky's a great character. Not much, there's not a lot of voice acting in in Forky. There, there, there is, it evolves, right? But in, initially, Forky's, Forky's foray into speaking is trash? Trash? It's pretty funny. If you haven't seen it, you gotta watch it. Uh, but then we'll move on, and they get into a, a little bit of a carnival area. And you got Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele doing the uh, Ducky and Bunny combo. They're, like, stuck together. Pretty funny. Um, you, you move on to some, like I said, a lot of new characters in this one, too. We'll say the, oh, the, the, the bad, the enemy? I don't really know if you call it the enemy. Enemy from a certain point of view. So the whole idea on this story is that Forky gets created... Uh, because Woody takes it upon himself to go to kindergarten to uh, help out and, and and make sure that everything is is good for her, for Bonnie. Bonnie creates Forky, then they go on a family trip, and she really loves Forky, so it's up to Woody to take care of Forky and make sure Forky doesn't go into the trash or disappear. Um, Forky Forky does some things and goes off on his own, so Woody has to rescue him. And then that's why I say it's a lot like the Woody and Forky are like the real driving force of this whole entire movie. And of course, that that piece by Tom Hanks of being Woody, I mean he's done his character many times, but it's spot on. It's great. Um new characters, like I said, the enemy, the I don't know, you you can't call him the enemy. The main antagonist is voiced by Christina Hendricks. She's Gabby Gabby. Gabby Gabby has lost her full string voice box. Oh, but Woody's got one intact. So there's the, I guess you could say the conflict. Now, one of my, okay, one of my favorite 
new characters that you'll see in this as, as well is Duke Kaboom. And the first time I watched this movie, I was like, why do I know that voice? Why do I know that voice? And watching the, the, the cast scroll by, oh, Keanu Reeves. That's why I know that voice. And then watching it again, as you listen to this character and you know it's Keanu Reeves, and you're like, it, it, it makes it even better because this is not a, a Keanu Reeves type of character that he would ever, I guess you could say, traditionally play in front of a screen. Um, yeah, but Bill and Ted, I guess, are kind of goofy too, but the, the character's great. Okay. There's, there's lots of other, I guess, the voice character, they're, they're, all, they're all back. Joan Cusack's here. Um, Kristen Shaw is here. Uh, let's see, Wallace Shawn, John Ratzenberger, Blake Clark. Everybody comes back. It's great. Uh, sneaky little addition. Oh, so yeah, Don Rickles, uh, Jeff Garland, Combat Carl's. That's Carl Weathers, man. He's yeah. It the cast is great. Uh, everybody plays their part well. It's voice acted well. You believe you get into the characters. Um, uh, if there are, are there shortcomings, oh gosh, M- may maybe. I'm trying to think what it would be like. Who would be, who would be the one that you're like? Well, I didn't really, I, I didn't really get into that character, and, the, and that's really hard to find. So the cast rating out of 20, I mean, honestly, on this one, I just got to give it a 20. Everybody came back. Everybody did the same stuff. Everybody was great. Okay, so let's go with the plot points, right? Kind of mentioned it before. They they go on a they go on a trip, and uh, Forky is beloved by Bonnie, but you got to take care of Forky. Then Forky goes. Forky, Forky jumps out of the RV. Then they got to get back to the RV, and it's like a whole story. It's it's more than just getting Forky back. It's really. Woody kind of pressing the issue on a lot of things, maybe over pressing the issue on a lot of things. That that's part of it. Um, finding um, finding later on that Bo Peep was actually there, and finding Bo Peep, and you know Bo Peep has been on her own for a long time. So like, there's a lot of different stories that kind of coincide in this one. But I I do believe that the plot is is solid. It's not. It's not amazing in the sense that there is a plot point, right? They're trying to get Forky back to Bonnie and other things kind of get in the way. And I understand that. But the plot is good. The plot is good. The plot's not great. I don't see any weak spots, but I just didn't see anything that kind of, oh my gosh, the story is so awesome, man. Like, no, nothing like that. But nothing that detracted from anything. Nothing that as an adult watching it, you wouldn't enjoy it. Nothing that as a kid watching it, you're, it, it, it didn't get too deep. So in terms of the plot, I, I really don't have any, any qualms with the plot whatsoever. But uh, I'll give it a strong 17 out of 20. Next, we'll move on to the director. Now, the director in this one, I feel like a lot of times you don't see, you don't see a lot of the the character. I mean, the directors for the animated movies. Uh, this one was Josh Cooley. I mean, everybody knows who Josh Cooley is, right? 
Okay, no. Um, but he obviously, if you, if we let's look at the the lineup here, Ratatouille, uh, Up, Inside Out, Toy Story Four. We've seen a pattern here. So there are a lot of animated movies that he has done. Um, I mean, he's he's done other snippets of other things as well. But those are the kind of the the big ones that you would see. So yeah, he does a lot of animated stuff. Um, you know, before that, he worked as like storyboard and, and, and like other animated stuff on like The Incredibles or Brave, things like that. So he had a base in it before he moved to directing. So uh, good for him. The movie points work together well. It built upon uh, the past with the Toy Stories. I mean, that's part of the part of the actual plot, but it built on the, the history. It built on the characters, developed them in a newer light, better animation, um, better means of delivering things. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of expectations. I mean, you're you're expecting this movie to be a hit, which it was, but you're they're they're probably expecting this movie to be a billion dollar movie. Like that's that's a lot, man. Billion dollar movie, and it was a billion dollar movie. The budget. So look look at what the budget you got to handle on this is. Sure, it's animated, and you have voice acting, and it's not your traditional movie, but, man, the budget was $200 million on this thing. So the director's got to take care of all of those pieces, and, of course, I think he did it very well in this, too. So I can't really say too much bad about um, Toy Story 4. And if you look at the previous movies that he's done, I mean, those are all pretty solid movies, right? Um, if you look at things like Up or Inside Out, those are great movies. So the dude knows what he's doing when it comes to animated. Um, Disney what knows what he's doing when it comes to the animated movie. So we got to give him good marks on this one too. Um, we'll get another seventeen. That's a, that's a real strong mark for sure. Um, location, costume, and props. Okay, so we got to get some. We got to get some high marks on both of these things. There's not a lot of scenes. You have an RV. You have the home and the school or some small bits of it but you saw a lot in the antiques um store you saw a lot in the when they're at where the fair is out and the playground things like that and all of the inside workings and like underneath of the merry-go-round and the top of the merry-go-round and all those things i thought they were great uh the antique store where everything was kind of behind the scenes and you got to see behind all of the oh the shelving and you got to see the dust and you got to see the electrical cords and all those things I, I really got to say that the locations on here were delivered really well everything was super believable in the animated world you, you, there there's not a lot of bad i can say about the locations when you look at these, you want to be involved, and I think the best place that you can be involved happened to be the antiques store. So it everything just seemed to work well. You know, try to think, if you watch this movie, try to think of one thing like, well, I didn't really believe what I was looking at here. And it it just all made sense. I got it. We don't give a lot of points for location, but this one... This one we got to max out. We got to do 10 for location on this one. Okay, costume and props. It's an animated movie. 
not a lot of costuming and props in the traditional sense. Everything's crafted. You can make your own props. Uh, you know, the, the characters are their own props, right? Somebody like Duke Kaboom, for example, is a great, uh, great prop. Uh, when you look at the the characters of Ducky and Bunny, they're a great prop. There are they are a a prize that you can win at a fair. That sounds silly, but it it, it, it makes sense. When you look at uh, Gabby Gabby, she she's a prop, but she's one of the main props, and part of her is another part of the prop, which is the pull string voice box that didn't work. Her record worked, but the voice box didn't work. I, I mean, all these little intricate pieces when it comes to the costumes and the props in here just all made sense. And I think one of the cooler things was what Annie Potts and her crew worked with when she was out on her own. So she had a different look. She had a RC car that she uh, rode around that looked like a skunk. So it obviously scared people away. It, it it just all worked out. It was, I thought, really neat. I thought well created and constructed. Uh, so in costume and props, and, and, and there's more costume and props. Forky's one of the best props. Trash? Got to give this one a 10, too. Okay, so we're going to the last category. We're really going strong. It's a really good movie. Uh, production slash cinematography um if you've seen these toy story movies through the course of the years you can see how technology has improved and improved and improved now they've given this like i said 200 million that's a lot of money to animate a movie right right now the voice actors probably got a good chunk of money too um especially to bring everyone back they probably had to get paid pretty well but shoot, man, that's a lot of money. What was the... I, I, I got to think of what the other big action movie budgets are. They don't approach $200 million sometimes. So, okay. They put a lot of money into building the ambiance, building the, the scenes, making the characters look believable, the fur on the characters looking believable, believable and all the music. I mean, just... You, sometimes you don't pay attention to the music that you hear when you're watching these and everything just seems to flow. You know, a lot of these songs are handwritten songs specifically for these movies, right? And to think all these movies that are just handcrafted specifically for these and fit in as a whole picture soundtrack, it's just, it's so good. And then all the practical effects that are used and the sound effects that are used to present people falling or hitting something or you're engrossed in the small world but what does that sound like or look like from the outside world I love when they switch to that view when you're so engrossed in it but then when they just hit something it's like a it's like a, a piece of plastic hitting the floor right or it's a piece of metal that just nicks off of something. So they do such a good job switching back and forth between the two. And the colors are great. A lot of this stuff is done at nighttime or in low light or behind the scenes lighting. The the fair lighting. All these different elements that you get to make the things look really well. I, I, I thought they did you know, a pretty spot on job. 
it's kind of hard to to make this movie as good as what it was. I think it it would have been easy. It would have been easy to fail in certain aspects, but I just don't think they did. Uh, and like I said, if you haven't seen this movie and you've seen the other ones, what are you waiting on, man? Watch this movie. It's great. But out of 20, we're going to do another solid, uh, we'll do a high mark of 18 on that one. So three, six, eight, that makes that a 92 out of 100. I definitely think this is an A of a movie. There's not a lot of movies that have evolved in sequel form that have evolved like this one has. So to go from one to two to three, have the character arcs, have the character development, and then continually build upon that. And I'm telling you, like the ending is just, it just tears at you. It gets you, it gets you in the feels. It's really good. Uh, so out of 92, 92, so do I get bonus points? Hmm. That's a great question. Uh, what would I give bonus points for? Okay, so I will do bonus points for what I mentioned before. Just one. I'll be fair. One. Makes the total 93. I'll give a bonus point because everybody came back. And you still got great new cast members in. Um, Key and Peele, Keanu Reeves, and there's others too. I didn't mention everybody. But that's hard to do. If you got the money, I guess it's a little easier to do. But it's hard to do. So, 93 is the overall score for Toy Story 4. That rhymes. I didn't mean to do that. If you guys agree with me, let's get some little feedback. If you disagree or you thought I missed something, let's get a little feedback on our various social media outlets. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, those types of things. Um... We've got more reviews that we'll be doing here soon. And I'll probably end up doing more kids' movies. That's just how it ends up being. But until next time, go and watch Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm.